1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Simon. Today I'm joined by Jed. Say hello, Jed. Hello, mate. How are we doing? Very well. Uh, I think the uh, topic that's not on the floor today is uh, how tall football players are. We need to do <laughs> our very best. <laughs> oh, Devoid yesterday. That, that was, that going was down that rabbit hole for <laughs> that was wild. several minutes. That was wild. It was, mate. It yeah. was.
0: <laughs> i've listened back to it it was just oh, i'm just in stitches right <laughs> <It's just
1: funny. laughs> all right before we go ahead and, and preview uh the the games that are on tonight there's quite a few of uh we need to talk a little bit about that manchester united liverpool game it went very much it went too like how you'd expect do you know what i mean yeah. like on paper yeah. liverpool smashed that team like every day but it just happened immediately. Because I thought, Man well, United, they're not, they're not really playing a player that's going to hold up things at all and they'll just be kind of going over the top and make themselves hard to beat. But they didn't. They did not make themselves yeah. hard to beat I think, in the um, slightest.
0: I think we overestimated them, didn't we? Um, we did. We massively overestimated them. Like, you're thinking it's a derby. It, you know They're going to be up for it. They don't want to go and get turned over at Anfield. And, and obviously, the, the way the team's set up, they're potentially going to look to hit Liverpool on the counter-attack and then just... Yeah, none of that happened. It's just, like, complete uh, pasting, weren't it, really?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I honestly think, like, Liverpool definitely been down a couple of years in the second half as well. Obviously, mm. as if they were sort of just, like, they just... They weren't playing with an intensity to go and and smash this team or whatever. They did it very professionally. They know they don't want to. They
0: didn't need to, really, did they? Yeah,
1: to to go and try and overcommit. The three points, I mean, 2 0, it was pretty much job done. At 3, it was absolutely. And (laughs) then following that, 4 or 5 was inevitable. Uh, I really honestly think this goalie could have went to 5 or 6. Because my United absolutely nowhere
0: near it. No, no, they just. I mean, uh, it pains me to say it, but Phil Jones. Yeah, he didn't cover himself in glory.
1: Um, (laughs) Harry Maguire, just, you know,
0: Maguire's form is just so, so poor. Like, um, And, you know, they just couldn't handle Liverpool, especially that second goal, the way that Liverpool have just passed the ball through them. Like, that is a wonderful, wonderful team goal. Um, You know, it's probably a goal of the season contender, if you consider the way they've moved the ball around. And the way that Salah's took the ball down and finished it, it was just absolutely perfect. So, um, Manny's pass for me, mate, is just yeah, the, the, it's just it's, it's sublime, just sublime, awesome. isn't it? It's just yeah, chef's kiss type stuff. Like it, it when you when you're up against a team like that, you know, you're not in your best of form. It's never going to go your way, really. Um, so yeah, Liverpool look very very strong. Man United very very poor. What,
1: what do you think can improve this Man United side? I put a question out earlier. I, and I, by the way, I got it wrong. I thought Mo Sal had said that the Manchester United made it easy for, for Liverpool, but it was actually it turned out later to say he, that his own teammates made it easy. So that's, oh, right. that's my bad. I, I <laughs> called it, well, to be fair, United <laughs> I mean, did you
0: know didn't make it too difficult for I was going to say, he's it, like, bag on the money by saying United yeah.
1: made this game very easy it would be a, a it's very hard really.
0: Yeah, <laughs> That's <laughs> as easy
1: as a game they'll play all season. Honestly, as is probably yeah. the easiest match they've played all season.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd i probably agree. Um, where do Man United improve? I don't know. I think they need a, they need to overhaul the squad. I don't think their their midfield's good enough um, for a start. I think the they've got goals in the team, um, but against teams like Liverpool, they're not really going to you know they ain't going to get the service into the centre forwards, are they? So if the midfield's solid and, and you go in and and Putting pressure on Liverpool's midfield, then then you win the ball off them, and and that's how you you know you attack them. Um, but I just yeah, I didn't see anything that was very inspiring from from that midfield three that, that United had. Um, and I think they obviously they have an issue with you know the, the centre of defence as well. Um, Eighty million pound they paid for Harry Maguire, and I know it's it's the trendy thing at the minute to slate him, but like realistically, trendy, he's not playing like well. Not, yeah, it's he's not playing region. well. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, jump on the bandwagon and say, yeah, he's he's a terrible defender, because I don't think he is. Like you see him play in an England shirt and he's he's excellent. Um it's just that I don't think that the, like Manchester United is just working out for him. It's it's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know whether the it's new with the management or not.
1: I don't really think he was ever even all that at Leicester. I thought he was an exceptional defender at Leicester, but I didn't really see anything that that warranted an eighty million pound price tag at all. Oh, no,
0: never, never. He was never ever worth eighty million. Like it's you know. Because no, I thought I no, no I, I don't don't know if were still do It's, it's but really I've, worth that much.
1: Because <laughs> like at, at that time as well, um, there was other English defenders that were in p- particularly good form. Ben White was a candidate. It was that was playing very well for Brighton. Nathan Ake. Um, was, a, was a big player for Bournemouth, one of their very key players. And it was, um, it was those sort of players that, mm. that were all kind of floating about. Or like Well, kind of, sort of, if you look at your sort of homegrown centre-backs that were looking to take the next step in their career. Obviously, Ben White and Nathan Ackie would eventually do that. They would go to, obviously, Ben would go to Arsenal and Nathan yeah. Ackie would go to yeah. um, City, where he's quite, he's become a, a useful squad player, should we say. Um, yeah. But... 80 million pounds, and I think that uh, I think we mentioned this uh, a couple of episodes ago. It was because City were in for Adam Maguire, and perhaps match it, it was rocketed his price up, but it was mm. just a poor bit of a business. I mean, what, what Manchester United don't really do well is they seem to splash a lot of money on individuals rather than dividing that 80 million across a squad. You know, that yeah. 80 million could get you two really, really, really good utility players, you know,
0: yeah, you know, so. like yeah.
1: there's no reason why. I mean, Fabinho, I think, came for about 43 million to, to Liverpool, right? There's no reason why Harry Maguire should cost twice as much money as Fabinho, who's going to play, mm. you know, 50, 55, 60 games this season Yeah. top level, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, there's no there's no reason that, that makes sense. And see, by splashing out these constant, huge sums of money for players, you know, 80 something million for Jaden Sancho as well, it just means anytime they go in for a player, the value of that player is inflated. Like, not through yeah. talent, just for the sheer fact that clubs because Manchester United are approaching a player they're just going to want a big blockbuster so I don't know if the options or the cards for them to go and I know they went and got Dan James for I think I think it was about 20 something million they got Dan James for and I actually thought that was a decent bit of business because he was quite a decent player in terms of he was lacking quite a lot in his game but in terms of a player to prime it kind of you know, to do a Shakiri Minamino type job mm, as they know. did for Liverpool is that sort of utility player that comes on for cup games and comes off in the bench late in the match. They need more of, for my opinion, they, they need more sort of depth, and I don't think you can get that by spending eighty million, hundred million pound per player.
0: No, you can't. And even I think, I think twenty million, whatever they paid for for Dan James, was probably bit excessive at the time as well. I mean, realistically, the kid, the kid was like nineteen or something when they signed him, and like it, it only had, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, he's a full
1: international yeah. at the time. he's a full international, and there was, yeah, there was for, a lot of clubs for Wales.
0: interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at yeah, a bad level. No, they're they're not, but they're not. You know, it's a bit different, isn't it? If if um, a, a kid's breaking into the England team at, at 19, um, and especially coming from a lower league side as well, like he did, like it's it's. I, I don't think that that Dan James was probably worth that amount that they paid for him either. I think it's Man United overspending on a, ultimately on a a sign-in who you're, you're, you're putting a lot of trust into delivering straight away as they mm. seem to do, like they put him in the team pretty much straight away. So if you No, if that, that should have been, it should
1: have been like an off the bench. It yeah. should have been, should have been phased
0: in. Yeah. It's one of yeah. them. So, it, but that, that's down to the management, isn't it? Um, in, in regards to the Maguire situation, just harking back to that, I I, 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 I don't think he was worth 80 million, nowhere near it. I can understand why teams were going, co- were going in for him. Um, didn't necessarily set the world a lot for Leicester, but he was very solid in the air. Um, and you know he is good with his feet as well when he gets on the ball. Um, but it, it just you know he's just not a, a top top class defender, I don't think. Um, and I, I think it was a kind of a panic move for United. They needed a centre back, didn't they, at the time? So um, that that seems to be their transfer strategy. Is you know the fans they always big name they always think missing... let's, let's make a signing.
1: Yeah. For the past few signings, it feels like they, they feel like they're missing one player. That's mm-hmm. not the issue. They're not. They're... And and I keep seeing Declan right yeah. oh, Declan Rice for 120 million. That's just not going to solve.
0: Yeah, exactly. And Rice. What? So Rice improves the team, Rice? but he doesn't improve everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he doesn't improve not the improve, entire team. He's not going to improve the way your fullbacks play, and the, you know the way that your system works. He is just going to do his job in there, and then ultimately, when the rest of the team aren't performing, he's going to get branded a flop like all the rest of them. Like you know, it's just it's yeah, it is. That mentality, like you say, of signing one player needs to change. They need to be building a squad, um and, and putting depth in there. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: Jaden Sancho, I'll take an example, is because you know, he's he's a fantastically talented individual player. Um, but if he keeps going away, he's going to stays in a side too long, he will lose quite a lot of that one value. Mm. Um That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com so, uh, he's, he's at a developmental stage as well. You know, he's not going to get any faster. Okay, that that's that's one thing that you don't have forever. You know, some players keep it for quite a long time. Wilfred Zaha relies on his pace even even till now he's, even as he gets on a wee bit and mm-hmm. he probably will right up until he's he, he's dead. Jamie Vardy, an older player that relies on pace, but it doesn't stick around for everybody, you know. No. So there's a, you need to develop other parts of your game. And this was this was a player that was getting thirty goal involvements a season as a teenager, you know. I seen him, I seen him when he was eighteen years old. Uh, when I went to see Bruce Dortmund in Germany and he lit the stage up. It was it was a four 0 um victory. I watched uh, quite a famous free kick actually that game. Um, you can see main Jockey Boy in the background <laughs> if you look closely. Um, but he, he, he lit up. He was uh, and like taking players on individually, um, breaking off a counter attack, and, and you know Dortmund are a very explosive counter attacking team. Um, they when it's time to counter attack as a team, they move with a lot of momentum to try and just smash through a team. But he just doesn't have. Like, the Dortmund and Manchester United don't really have any sort of play in common you know, mm. every time he gets the ball, there's not a lot of willing runners around him uh, and no, no. not a lot of ways to go and... and, he'd, and it's, he'd be it's much,
0: uh, a, yeah, I think much it's better a, suited to a Liverpool or Man City type I, know, think so. team,
1: yeah, I, I think so, yeah. I think like he would shut yeah. a Man City team. I think he'd sit Man City team very well. I think mm. he'd a Liverpool team very well. Even a Chelsea team, I think he would sit a lot better. I think he would be a sort of Pulisic, Werner type character, maybe yeah. even a ZS2 type character on a Chelsea side, you know. I just think yeah. he's, in, he's in the wrong team and he's he's form is on the floor i don't know where he's going to get i don't know how he's going to improve playing with these players um you know i worry for the lad because i was a big admirer of him for uh from his for his breakthrough in dortmund
0: yeah uh, i do think that you know that sancho transfer is still one that can work out they've got time to make it work but they need to change you know uh, everything i think about the the way the team's being being run um I think that there's obviously big personalities there in the changing room. He likes of Pogba, Ronaldo's, etc. Um, when Harry Maguire's got the armband in that situation, those players probably aren't going to respect him, you know. So it, it's it's obviously going to create less of a team dynamic, and it's just what you know. It's all those little things; they all add up. Um, but I think under new management, potentially, you know, that that could change. But they're going to have to to let go of some of those big personalities. Oh so, yeah, Ronaldo's not going to be around forever anyway. Uh, Pogba, I'm sure will move eventually as well. I think he um, has to, but they need to, they need to make sure that when they, they do get the money for him, however much it is, they reinvest it wisely. Um, and, you know, history tells us that they're probably not going to do that at the minute. So, um, yeah, it's one of them. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it, it was, it's difficult watch. I think if you're a Manchester United fan watching that last night, it's a, it's difficult viewing.
1: Yeah. I think so. I mean, that was <laughs> that was a woeful watch. If you if you if you're a fan of Manchester United, <laughs> I think the reason I, I think things could change. I don't think that change will come for a few years, but they could be moving in the right direction sooner or later. I think Ten Hag is in a unique negotiating system in terms of Man United. Haven't really been this low since. Um, since mm-hmm. uh, Sir Alex Ferguson departed. Not really being this low where the squad is just on the floor. Um, I think that he's negotiated that he has not a say in all goings and outgoings. is quite important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, I think Pogba, Matic, um, Lingard, these are players that need to leave. They're just kind of, they're bloating yeah. that squad. They're taking up quite a lot of the wage bill. That, that, that they really need to trim the fat in that squad. You know, it's a squad that's quite big that lacks depth you know <laughs> yeah
0: that's the it's best way to it describe it really it's a blocky uh, it squad
1: that really lacks depth
0: it is yeah there's a lot of dead wood there I think the likes of Matic etc I know they do they get games and stuff like that Um, but realistically they're not of the right sort of calibre I think that Manchester United fans expect Um and it, it's a shame really because, you know none of the players there are bad players it's just you know they're held to very high standards and then when they when they lose, they seem to lose spectacularly. Um, so it's just, yeah, when things or oh, when things are going badly, I mean, they're going really badly. Um, I don't think that Rangnick has really had much of an impact on oh, on the, uh, the team at all. So he's not going to be he's there. He's long snapped. Yeah, I think. Um, it's interesting Do you know what? He uh, should
1: be. He should be. He's t- far too nice a guy because he should be throwing these fucking players under a bus in a press conference he should, be. <laughs> he should honestly like i mean the <laughs> he's the guy that he's, the, he's held in such high regard by yeah. top tier coach, coaches right he's the father of the Gegen press or the modern day gagging press as they call it right um you don't get it it's the same with bielsa is like massive ba- mm. ma- massive bags of respect but not quite the, the trophy cabinet that normally goes along with it and there's a reason yeah. for that you know, but that 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 guy is done now. He's I seen him in, during his post match, and he he was just just sitting in his media strength but like drained, like a tired man. Um, yeah, he's he should he should hundred percent be throwing those players under the bus. And just saying, you know what? There's nothing I can do for these players. You know, you can't he he can't go out and force them to press. He can't physically yeah, stand exactly. on the pitch next to them and say press here, there, then. He can only give them the tools and the knowledge and train them on the pitch, uh, train on the training ground, sorry, and and hope that they go out and do the business and uh, when it comes to game day. So no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think this is a great judge of of what that guy can do. I don't think it's fair to. It's too simple uh, a reason just to blame him. I don't think he's a, the the cause of all this because yeah, they were yeah. spiralling before. Yeah, I spiraling absolutely, after
0: agree. absolutely agree. Absolutely I, agree. I don't think he's that he's had any sort of like effect on it either as they kind of hoped he would but again he's only ever supposed to be the interim coach I guess um, yeah Ten Hag looks like he's going to be the replacement I think if they don't get him they'll probably go for Pochettino um, but I don't know like I say I think the main issue is the playing squad really not the not the manager I'm sure that Jose Mourinho would have potentially won more trophies there if you uh, hadn't had such issues with the, the playing squad so yeah, yeah yeah
1: they were they were at odds for the they made this the sort of third year of his tenure very very difficult and you know by all accounts I mean like with with hindsight you see how good a job Josie did in Manchester United. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because he's a bit of a like he doesn't really give a fuck how big a player is. And that's one thing yeah. that can be said about Josie when he really he really could not care less how big a yeah. player is um it's there it's like yeah you're either doing your job you're not you know and it's very he's a player that's very quick to like cut ties and leave a player out of the cold as well how many times have you seen josie mean you're just you're like playing with a player out of position but with like danny Rose at Spurs is a great because he had like left backs played at right back and stuff like that and danny Rose just. Did. <laughs> Any interest
0: from Milan? Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Newcastle. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, hindsight's a, a wonderful thing, isn't it? It'll be interesting to see if Ten Hag comes in. I can. I, I'd imagine morale was going to stay on the floor until they see some sort of upward change. I think. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do
0: I have to say?
1: Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's got as good a chance as any coach And the World 10 Hag.
0: Bethesda, is, they still got, is, uh, is Van Der Beek on loan at Everton? Yes, he he's always yeah. done. He yeah. yeah, build the team around in Ten Hag. I'd love that. I'd love to see that. He just brings in all the old Ajax lot, just sounds yeah. like
1: Tanic and uh oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be <laughs> that.
0: Delict and everyone just brings them <laughs> in and just builds the same team just in Manchester.
1: <laughs> They're all a bit older, mature, you know. That, yeah, that'd be yeah. the yeah. team of like, what, like 17, 18, 18, 19 Ajax, and yeah, get, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a quality side. all full of youngsters and that. <laughs> uh, De Jong as well. Um, and yeah, get him,
0: get him in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Frankie,
0: um. you're coming to Manchester, son.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad shout, just to gradually
0: DSM. No. Um, I, I think Z H was will, part of that will, side as well. That, that should it? be part of his contract that I always come if you sign me all of these players.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mean. Um, should we preview some games I mean, quite a lot of football in tonight Go on uh, we've got Everton Leicester we've got Chelsea Arsenal Newcastle Palace Manchester City Brighton um, so yeah quite a, quite a a lot to pick from I was going to watch mm. the Man City game but I think that Newcastle Crystal Palace game has got my attention that's the thigh rubber for me that's the one I'm going to watch what, what are you thinking Jed
0: <laughs> yeah I, I don't know I'm really not sure, to be honest. I think um, Chelsea Arsenal on paper is the best game, but realistically, we know it's just going to. Finish I think that will be the worst
1: game of the lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, you
0: know, it's going to finish one nil Chelsea or something, you know, or, uh, yeah. or Arsenal will be able to to grab a draw or whatever. Um, Everton Leicester has the potential to be a decent game, but again, I think Leicester just go there and win. So quite straightforward. Um, Newcastle Palace, yeah, stuck in like the one. Mm-hmm. Like a winner, uh, although although I do think Man City Brighton would be a good game as well.
1: So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the one sort of potential banana skin I can maybe see from for yeah. of, of, of games coming up for for Man City. So we will see. I just can't. I can't. I've just looking at the lineup here for for Newcastle Palace. We have got midfield of John Joe Shelby, Bruno Grimaresh, Gimares, sorry, and Joel Linton up against Conor Gallagher, Jeffrey. Um, is it Jeffrey Schlup? i might to say yeah. it's Jeffries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we got Kuyate as well. So that's that's two midfield threes that oh. I want to see up against each other.
0: That's, that's quite a tasty teams. battle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, you look at the, both sides have got real flair players in as well. You know, Newcastle, yeah, you- St. Maximin, um
1: Alise is quite a player, uh, player uh, as well. Uh,
0: Alise, yeah, he's he's one hell of a prospect. He is uh, again. He's only like nineteen at the minute. Like he's going to. be he was a, a, good a hell of a player.
1: Yeah, that's a good um, bad business.
0: Manchester United. <laughs> I worry for Nathaniel Klein. Um, is it right? Not worry for Nathaniel. Alice. Nathaniel King. He was uh, actually
1: honestly. If you back in the day though, like people don't really remember how good Nathaniel Klein was. was oh no,
0: was... I remember. I think he's kind of declined uh, oh. yeah, <laughs> since then. Um, if we hadn't <laughs> talked about Manchester
1: United for 15 minutes, the title of this episode would be declined, <laughs> but spelt in a fashion under
0: Daniel Klein. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't. Does he really get much of get much game time at Palace these days? Like, no, not I'm at not all. Sure. No. Um, so, so I think he, I don't know. He potentially may struggle. Um, but yeah, it, there's some good matchups there all across the pitch. So mm. th- that is looking like the game of the night. Um, I really hope it doesn't just finish as a mm. board draw. Yes, Daniel Klein, the last, will.
1: the last first choice right back before Trent Alexander Arnold broke through at Liverpool. That <laughs> <laughs> seemed I'm to work out to okay. It. I think he like broke yeah. his spine or something. If I can remember right, it was like a back injury that put him out for like nine months. There's no wonder he's like <laughs> an injury-prone player these
0: days. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. right that's that's it. that's a game I'm going to watch. That's the one I'm looking forward to most.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm just going to try to see if there's any other lineups out there. So, good Chelsea, no. Chelsea Arsenal. I'm going to have yeah, one of that Chelsea, lineups. Yeah, Chelsea Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not up there yet. Um, but I know that Lacazette's missing for Arsenal, isn't he? So that's going to make things more difficult for them. Um, is he missing? I mean, they had to play Eddie and Kety up front the other day, didn't they? So, mm. um, I've just seen that. that
1: um, Delft is going to start for, for Everton, which is, oh. uh, I would, I would, put, I'd put some money on Leicester right now if I was a betting man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leicester got some good players as well. I like that. Uh, Dewsbury Hall in the midfield, he's quite good.
1: Yeah, he's he's um, a football manager classic for me for the yeah, past sort of two or three yeah. football managers. I always finds his way to Sit
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, Harvey Barnes, obviously, he's class. Uh, James Madison, great player. Yeah, he's, um, he's
1: kind of back getting back to his, his old form, you know, after that, that bad injury he took James Madison. He's been with the one sort of light mm. for Leicester these past sort of few, maybe six or seven weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're all they're, they're sort of getting back to uh, you know kind of place where they were before so um, yeah I, I can't look beyond Leicester for that game personally mm. um, Ever- Everton just you know there's nothing really that inspires you about that that scene no man, um, I'm, I'm looking at it T- on, on, on my screen on my
1: screen it plays as a 4-3-3 but um, yeah Alan, Alan I feel is because he's was, he was a good player his entire career yeah, he's, was- going, he's about to play in a midfield free with Fabian Delph and Alex Iwobi <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, Fabian Delph's keeping Deli Ali out of the team at the moment. Um, clearly, so is he on the bench? Is
1: he? I yeah, yeah he Ali's on be, the bench. Know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, he's done nothing so far has he since joining them. Uh, van der Beek's on the bench as well. But I mean, how is get... Fabian Delph starting
1: ahead of Donny Van der Beek?
0: Honestly, I'm I'm not too sure. Uh, but they've got is he terrible um, in training? At... Is he terrible in training or something? There's... Who knows, mate? Like Frank Lampard must know something that we don't. They've um, got on the paper, bench. They're different. They're completely different players, aren't they? We've got
1: Decurio yeah. on the bench. I know he's coming back from injury, but surely Decurio on one leg is better than Van <laughs> now.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and then you're looking at I'm looking at Leicester's bench now. They've got more uh, probably better options to call upon if they're chasing the goal. So and they've got obviously Salomon Rond on there, and then you look at Leicester and they've got Ayozic Perez or Brighton. Patson Dacca, he's a good prospect, uh, Luckman on Luchman the bench as, as well. well. Yeah. So, yeah, I can only see that going one way. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I,
1: because we've bigged up Leicester here, they'll go, Everton will go ahead and Fabian Delf will play like any Esther yeah. Because so, that's just a screamer's curse every time, <laughs> time we say something that makes sense in our head. Yeah. The, the complete opposite happens. Um, but yeah, it's a good football yeah. tonight, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think we'll come back tomorrow and we'll, we'll review all these matches and watch the highlights you see anything else to to bring up before we end this one mate not today
0: mate no nah, yeah. nah, they too. No, uh, no no tall conversations to have it's fine but I think we did a really
1: good job of avoiding it mate because there was a lot <laughs> there was is. a lot of like Solomon <laughs> Rondon came up and I was like oh, 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 oh he's quite tall <laughs> 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 we got over the line, mate. We got over the line. Um, that's going to do it for today, folks. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in, and downloading. We really do appreciate the the, the big spike in downloads we've got. Uh, thank you for listening, because I don't know why anybody would listen to this, quite frankly. But uh, we we really do quite appreciate. it We're back for you every single day of the football season um, until until tomorrow. Cheers, Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring